on today's Run to the Top podcast. So we all have what's called an endocannabinoid system and CBD as well as THC acts like a key that unlocks the system. It's like a regulatory system in our body and it you know works with our central nervous system. And so it just helps to alleviate pain. It helps promote like a homeostasis within the body. Welcome to the Run to the Top podcast from Runners Connect, where it's all about learning from the best and most inspiring minds in the sport. Together, we can train a smarter, healthier, and faster running community. Now here's your host, Stephanie K. Atwood. Welcome. This is Stephanie K. Atwood, Boston Marathon Qualifier Coach and host for the Run to the Top podcast. Hemp, marijuana, CBD, THC, how are they related and how can they help runners? Are they legal? Can CBD alleviate pain? What is the science behind it? My guest today is Caleb Simpson from Hemp Daddy's Therapeutics. Caleb will give us the facts and fill in the missing pieces of the hemp CBD mystery. I know a lot of us are interested in this subject, so let's get on with the interview after a brief break from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by the newkneeshop.com. Don't let knee pain keep you from completing your long runs or worse, sideline you altogether. An innovative new product called New Knee can help. New Knee is designed specifically to relieve that dreaded runner's knee pain. Let New Knee, that's N-U-N-E-E, help you get back to running without knee pain. Available today at newkneeshop.com. Use code RC20 for a 20% discount. Welcome back to Run to the Top podcast with me, your host, Stephanie K. Atwood, and our guest today, runner, business owner, and hemp user, Caleb Simpson. Welcome, Caleb. Hey, hey happy to be here. Yeah, it's good. This is a this is definitely an interesting subject at this point in our lives, at this point in the in the evolution of the, the world, and I'm glad you're here and willing to talk about this. Caleb Simpson is an active outdoor enthusiast father of three kids, married for nine years, and currently lives in Austin, Texas. He's also an avid trail runner and has completed numerous ultra distances, including the Wasatch 100. I know that's quite quite the race. After a stressful experience selling his last business, he found CBD to help with the stress, and it improved his quality of sleep as well. A side benefit was reduction in inflammation associated with chronic injuries related to running. He was so amazed by the result that he had to be a part of the cannabis industry and help spread the word about the benefits of CBD to runners. Thus, Hemp Daddy's Therapeutics was born. Caleb, let's start with the basics before we get into the rest of your story. So please, as we always do at the beginning of the uh, episodes, give us your current age, where you were born, where you are currently living, and how long you have been running. Okay. Uh, well, like you said, uh, my name is Caleb. I am. I grew up in Denton, Texas, and I currently live in Austin, Texas. I am 39 years old, and I've been running for about 10 or 11 years now. Wow. Wow. And you're all the way up to the Wasatch 100. That's one where you have to be in a lottery, right? Even to get into that, it. Yeah, that one is a lottery race and it's it's one of the easier ones to get picked on. But I, and I got picked the first first year I entered it. So 
Wow. Well, lucky, lucky guy. Oh, yeah. So let's be, let's be clear on a couple of things right from the get-go. You have a business that sells CBD rather than a conflict of interest to me or a hard sell. My sense is that you as a business owner would be better able to explain what CBD is, how it differs from marijuana and how it can benefit runners. It is totally not my intention. I want this for my listeners to know or that of the podcast to sell anyone, but to give our listeners enough information that they can make educated choices. For additional input on the subject from Run to the Top, I encourage you, our listeners, to listen to our November 21st, 2018 episode with Gretchen Lidecker entitled Natural Supplements, and also our February 8th, 2019 episode with Maria Aparis on self-healing, autoimmune disease, and gut health. Both of these episodes refer to the benefits of CBD. So, Caleb, let's start from the beginning. Two of our listeners asked, CBD equals Central Business District? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what is CBD? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. You know, it, it, it's a very <laughs> new thing. A lot of people are just totally unfamiliar with it. Um, but CBD stands for cannabidiol. It's one of the many um, different cannabinoids found within the cannabis plant. And so, yeah, and, and it's got all these medicinal and therapeutic benefits. Um, but the plus side of it is it, it doesn't have the high that's associated with THC. So you're only getting the medicinal and therapeutic benefits. And for runners, the main one that you're looking at is the anti-inflammatory properties. And so that's what a lot of runners are kind of turning to CBD for. So they're turning to it for that, for that faster recovery, for that pain reduction, and to kind of just get rid of taking like, you know, Advil and ibuprofen and things like that. Yeah. And, um, okay. You, you mentioned a couple of things there, hemp, cannabis, CBD, THC, and marijuana are related to each other, but can you kind of help clarify what the distinctions are between them? Yeah, totally. So you, your hemp plant and your marijuana plant are technically both the cannabis plant, but they're both like very different. When most people think about cannabis, they're thinking about marijuana. So they're thinking of which contains THC, which is associated with, you know, the intoxicating or the psychoactive properties of the plant, which is if you're a recreational user, even medical user, sometimes they're going after, you know, the marijuana part of the cannabis plant. But the hemp plant, on the other hand, contains very, very low amounts of THC, but high amounts of CBD. So whenever you see like a product, like a CBD product, whether it be, you know, hemp daddies or something else, it's um, produced from the hemp plant, which contains 0.3% THC or less. And the primary component of that is the CBD, cannabidiol. And there's lots of other cannabinoids present in there. Like there's full spectrum CBD oils, there's CBD isolates, and the full spectrums are going to have other cannabinoids as well, including trace amounts of THC as well. So marijuana and cannabis are... So help me, help me just clarify this. Marijuana and cannabis are part of the hemp plant, but they're like, you know, different kinds of lettuce or something like that, that they're, they're not the same in, in all ways. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to look at it. It's more like, so it's more, you should more look at it like you have the cannabis plant within the cannabis plant. You have the hemp, hemp plant and the marijuana plant. You've got your uh, marijuana plant, which contains THC and the psychoactive properties in the hemp plant, which contains, um, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to say like non-psychoactive properties because it does have some effect on the mind, but it's not intoxicating like THC. The way I kind of like 
to describe it to help people understand it a little bit better is like relating it to like beer and kombucha. So both of those uh, are alcoholic beverages. But beer, mm-hmm. if you drink enough of it, it's going to get you drunk. But you know, kombucha on the other hand, it's a health beverage with trace amounts of alcohol, but it's going to be very difficult to get drunk on kombucha. And I kind of like to look at, you know, CBD and the hemp plant the same way. It's got all these health benefits that you know, that come from the plant, but you don't have those intoxicating effects of the THC. Okay, good. And um, we did put this on our Facebook page for questions from our listeners because we were interested in seeing, you know, what they wanted to find out. And um, and another comment that we got was, your usual data fact-based approach will do. All the other running podcasts I've listened to addressing this topic are clearly being used as soft marketing for CBD products unquote. Um, Personally, and this is from me, I think the word of mouth part of promoting CBD is important because most of the public doesn't know much about it and is competing CBD, a natural product, is competing with major pharmaceuticals and marijuana. So that said, we definitely know and want to know about any research behind this subject. So what can you share in the way of research? Yeah. And so the one kind of downside about CBD right now is there's there's not a lot of research out there in terms of like scientific studies, but there is there is stuff out there like um, like Israel has been studying like CBD for quite a while now, and there's one you know major study they they have out. It's it's actually titled "Overcoming the Bell-Shaped Dose Response of Cannabidiol by Using Cannabis Extract Enriched in Cannabidiol." Basically, what that means is they they were studying the effects of like a full spectrum CBD that contains that trace amounts of THC versus like a CBD isolate, which is only the CBD. And what they found in that study was that, you know, the full spectrum CBD had a lot more benefits. And there's some other studies out there as well that kind of just studied kind of like the half-life of CBD, how long it lasts. And that study found it was anywhere from 12 to 24 hours is how long the CBD stays in your system. And that kind of all plays into you know, how you properly dose and things like that. And a lot of these studies can be found and they can be found online by just doing some um, kind of deep dives into Google. Um, Google Scholar is a good place to go because that's where a lot of these scientific studies are found for not just CBD, but anything. So if you go to a site like that and just type in CBD, you can start finding some of these scientific studies that have been done. Um, There's not a lot in ways of like human studies, just because there's a lot of been a lot of legal issues around that. But one good thing about you know how the industry is progressing, um, last year in December, the 2018 Farm Bill was passed. And what that essentially did is legalize hemp and CBD on the federal level. So now that that's been done, like I, I think the floodgates are going to be open for more people to come in and start doing actual scientific research. And so we're going to start seeing more and more scientific research on this, um, on CBD as, as time goes on. But right now, even though there's not a lot out there, it's, it does exist and it can be found. It just takes a little more um, – in- it takes you to be more intentional in your research. You know, an interesting thing, you and I discussed this just briefly yesterday, the support for scientific research often is money, big money, Mm -hmm. money that, you know, someone thinks they might be able to get back. So that's, you know, the big pharmaceutical companies can invest lots and lots of money into their research. And yet, you know, something like, like hemp, 
where it's a natural product. And clearly, I mean, people can grow their own hemp, not that they could refine it and all of that stuff. But um, so the, the motivation or the ability to raise money is also different. So thank you for clarifying that with the Farm Bill, because that's opening up the, the floodgate, so to speak, for being able to make, make a living, make a business out of selling, selling hemp. Yeah. And I'll kind of add to that too. Like it's, I mean, there's going to be a lot of motivation from like, you know, people like investing in the cannabis industry to fund studies like this, because it's going to help this industry to grow. And, you know, the Mm -hmm. FDA has recently approved a couple of, um, you know, prescription drugs that contain cannabis. I think one's like a synthetic THC based and another is CBD based. And so there has Mm -hmm. been some funded studies from these big pharma companies to get these drugs approved by the FDA. But I think as time goes on, there's going to be like more and more CBD companies coming on the market and more and more funding to show the efficacy of CBD. Yeah, interesting. Now, this is uh, moving into why you personally started using CBD and why was it preferred for you over prescription drugs? Okay, that's a great question. So I first started using CBD just a little over a year ago. Um, I was going through a really stressful time with my other business. We were, you know, we were trying to sell the business. Or at the same time, we were trying to like, you know, look for investors and, you know, all this stuff was going on and like the stress was just kind of, you know, overwhelming. Um, so I started taking CBD for that reason. And I remember sitting down with a friend in the industry one day, he was saying, how are you just not stressed out of your mind with all that you got going on with your business? I was like, you know, I don't know, but I've been taking this CBD and I think it's really been helping. And one thing I also noticed is I started sleeping better and I had chronic Mm -hmm. inflammation from like Achilles tendonitis from running and also Mm -hmm. had bursitis in my shoulder from a car accident years ago. And I have this daily meditation practice. So I'm always kind of scanning my body and I noticed, wow, like the tension I have in my shoulders is a lot less than it used to be. And so that just, all those like benefits that I was getting from CBD, I was like, man, this is, this has got to be my next business. Since I was selling one business, I knew I had to have something else. And So I just thought to myself, like, man, I got to be a part of this industry. And so I knew from that point that, you know, the CBD was going to be my next thing because I had so many benefits from it personally, you know, and since starting the business just almost a year ago now, like I've just had numerous customers come forward with dissimilar testimonies of how CBD has helped them. Yeah, the word of mouth is a really important part of this industry. And um, and obviously, you know, buyer beware. I mean, check out things because you you do want to get as much information as you can. But um, that word of mouth, you know, if it if it's if it's good word of mouth, if people are not being paid or anything, they're just saying it because it's helped them, then what could be better as far as, you know, actually yeah. using a product and improving with it. So how does CBD alleviate pain? Yeah. So, so CBD works with, so we all have what's called an endocannabinoid system and like CBD as well as THC basically acts like, like a key that unlocks the system. And it's like, it's like a regulatory system in our body and it, you know, works with our central nervous system. And so it just helps to alleviate pain. It helps promote like a homeostasis within the body. So one of the ways it helps with pain is it increases like serotonin levels within the brain. So it kind of, you know, essentially not only turns off like the pain receptor, but it kind of lessens it and helps you to experience it less. Um, One thing I've noticed is like, you know, I don't get a complete reduction from pain um, when I'm taking, I just, I start noticing a little bit less, which was one of the big benefits I had with my Achilles tendonitis 
it didn't turn off that pain receptor so much that I didn't know it was there, but just enough that it wasn't annoying me and I wasn't, you know, wasn't a huge part of my day like I had been before. So, um, the alleviation of inflammation, what, what does that actually, what, what is happening when it's alleviating inflammation? So, you know, it's, it's working like, you know, similar to, you know, like an, like an ibuprofen or something like that, but it's working in like a natural way. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not synthetic, it's all natural. And so your body's getting that benefit, you know, of reducing inflammation so that you can recover faster, you know, and get back to doing the things you love the most without, you know, these nagging pains. And the sleep part, you said it has to do with serotonin and your brain. And so how did, can you explain that a little more, more completely? Yeah, I, I really like talking about this one because, you know, people think, oh, if it's going to help me sleep, if I take it during the day, is it going to make me tired? Well, it's yeah. actually not. So like, I like, I really like this question. So like, like I was saying before, it kind of promotes like this homeostasis within the body. It's kind of like an adaptogen too. It knows like your body's chemistry, what's going on. So if you're awake during the day, it's going to work, you know, kind of help bring you more energy. But at night, if you take it at night, it knows your body is going into rest mode. It's, and it's really more working to like calm your mind versus like making you tired. So mm. the CBD is more acting to turn off those racing thoughts so that you can sleep better and fall asleep faster. Wow. Like I was never somebody who struggled to sleep much, but when I started taking CBD, one thing I noticed is like I slept better and longer. And my wife, on the other hand, she always had trouble like turning off her mind at night. It would take her, you know, 30 minutes or more to fall asleep because of racing thoughts, mm-hmm. but taking the CBD just helped calm the mind. And so she was able to fall asleep faster. And, and that's one of the first things a lot of people notice when they take CBD is like, if they're taking it a night before bed, they're able to start falling asleep faster. So are you taking it as a capsule? Are you taking it as tea, uh, topical? How, how are you actually taking it if you want to help your sleep? Yeah. So, so the best way to take it, well, actually I don't want to say the best way because everybody's different and I've experimented a little bit as well. So you can take it as a tincture oil. So you can just drop it under the tongue sublingually and let it sit there Mm -hmm. as long as you can. So that's like the most effective and fastest way to get it into your system. You can take it as an edible, like within a food or a capsule. Um, Capsules I found are a really good way because it's kind of slower absorption. For me, that helps mm-hmm. more with staying asleep. I feel like the tincture oil helps me fall asleep faster. But if you're somebody who- Are you who doing wait, that on a daily basis? Do you take those capsules every day kind of thing or? Um, I take it I take it on a daily basis. Personally, I'm taking okay. it um, once I take, you know, a dropper at night and a dropper in the morning. And okay. sometimes I'll take like a smaller dose, like once during the day. And that's the, uh-huh. that's the okay. thing about CBD. Everyone's going to react differently and it takes a little bit of experimentation sure. to figure out- yeah. You know what works best for you. Yeah. Um, now, is it is it like supplements where you can overdo it? Yes and no. It's like you can't like overdose on CBD, but um, some of the studies that I've, I've come across and read kind of suggest that like if you take too much CBD, it can kind of lose its effectiveness. So one oh. of the things, yeah, and, and it's something I've noticed personally recently, like I was taking like a higher dose um, you know, maybe like 60 milligrams a day. When I first started, I was only taking about mm-hmm. 30 or 40. And so I started backing off and like, and I started seeing like, you know, more benefits um, coming to me than before. Because, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I, was, I have a meditation practice and I started noticing tension coming back. 
and my shoulders, I'm going, well, that's weird. I'm taking a higher dose. Well, let me try backing off. And so Mm -hmm. I backed off my dosage to a lower dosage and the benefits started coming back. Like the inflammation was reducing even more. My tension was going away. And so like, you know, it takes, it takes some experimenting and like, um, like, you know, higher dose isn't necessarily better. So I always recommend starting with as low dose possible and, Mm -hmm. you know, and start working your way up and CBD is a supplement. It's not cheap. And so like, you don't want to take more than you need. You only want to take as much as you need. And so, you know, always recommend starting with that low dose and just slowly working up until you see the benefits or the results that you want then and lock that dosage in and four weeks, you know, six weeks down the line, you might have to adjust it again. So it's, you know, Mm. yeah, just kind of listen to your body and be aware of what's going on. I'm I'm thinking as you're saying this, maybe a little bit like coffee where, uh, you know, diff- coffee and caffeine affects people differently mm-hmm. at different times and even during the day, which time they drink it. So maybe it's, yes, it's in some ways like what you're, what you're talking about with yeah, CBD. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Um, I wanted to read another comment from a, uh, a person on Facebook. Uh, I hope I'm not totally mispronouncing his name. Parag Deshpander says, it's definitely useful for inflammation. It has been helping me for sure. Have completed two half marathons. One was one of the hardest city marathons in India. And the second was a marathon in the West coast of Ireland in the mountains. Looking forward to the call. So yeah, thank you for being here today, Caleb. And, you know, being able to, uh, to just fill us in on some of the details. As far as the inflammation part goes, what can you tell us more about how it works with inflammation? I know you mentioned this before, but is it best to use like topical applications or oral applications or what for inflammation? Yeah, that's a great question. And so, and again, it kind of goes, goes back to being like everybody being different, but I always recommend starting out like, like the oils and like, and that's where I have seen the most benefit. I was talking to one of our, you know, ambassadors the other day, they get more benefit from using it topically. Um, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, it's gonna, uh, everyone's going to be different. And so like you have the tincture oil, which is, you know, like I was saying, taken sublingually, you got, tr- we have a transdermal cream as well, which can be rubbed on specific pain points. And I found that to be most beneficial for like, you know, if I have like, you know, sore muscles, like, you know, from, you know, from my runs, like the topical for me works, works really well. And also for my, you know, chronic issues as well. And sometimes it can be like a combination of the two by using both of them could give you even more benefits than, than just taking one of them. But mm. if you're just starting out with CBD, I always recommend, mm-hmm. you know, the tincture oil over, you know, over like, you know, the transdermal cream, just because you're going to, you know, get all these other benefits than just like the localized pain benefits from like a cream or something like that. Okay. Is it legal to use across state lines or in other countries? Okay. That's, that's a good question. And so, it's legal to ship any to all 50 states. Like in the 2018 Farm Bill kind of cleared that up even more, you know, to stating that's like there can't be an interference with, you know, shipping CBD across state lines. And so it's technically legal on the federal level, but there's still some states where it's kind of like a gray area. So uh, if you're wanting to use CBD, definitely check with your local laws and make sure you're good to go. But, you know, I know a lot of people who are using CBD, like despite you know, state laws. I think Ohio is one of those ones that's kind of like a gray area, but they've recently passed laws that are going to legalize hemp. So it's about to change in that state. Um, but I have a lot of customers in Ohio, even when it was this extreme gray area, I was shipping a lot of product to Ohio. 
So it's legal to ship anywhere, but you definitely want to check like the legalities um, where you are. And I know like as far as like other countries and stuff like that go, like they're all different. So like, I think if I wanted to ship to Canada, like I would have to see like a doctor's prescription from that customer. So we, we're not really shipping internationally other than the UK um, because it's allowed there, but all mm-hmm. these other countries like have different laws regarding CBD. And so I, I can't speak to everyone, <laughs> every, every law, but you know, it, it's important to check, you know, your local laws and regulations um, if you're interested in using CBD for sure. And now talking about laws and regulations, what kind of regulations do you follow as far as producing your product or um, getting, you know, getting a, a, a high quality product mm-hmm. to customers? Uh, great question. So we, so we partner with a farm out of Longmont, Colorado. And so, and since they're in Colorado, they're under all like the Colorado state laws in regards to hemp production. So mm-hmm. they have somebody from like the Department of Agriculture that comes out there at the end of the season and test their crops for THC levels to make sure they fall under that 0.3%. And we're also USDA certified organic. So they got the organic certification. So they got people coming out there and checking out to make sure they're doing everything properly in terms of organic standards. Wow. And we also third-party lab test all our products. So our manufacturing partner, they're doing third-party lab tests. And I'm also doing my own third-party lab tests to verify what they're telling me is true. And you can find those lab tests on our website as well. We link to them. So you can pull those up to verify that, you know, the cannabinoid content is what we say it is. And I go a step further and do a little bit more testing um, just to show that there's like no pesticides, there's no residual solvents, and there's no harmful substances or anything like that in there. And that's an important thing to look for. Even if you don't buy from me, like make sure you're, you know, looking to see that these brands are providing you with third-party lab results to show you that the quality of the product is what it actually says it is. Very good point. And the whole supplement industry is is like that. You know, there's lots of lots of places where companies can can get by with not not doing their their homework, not doing their research, not doing like you're doing with double testing, triple testing some of yeah. this stuff. So, thanks for that information. And you said that is available on your website as well so people can check it out. Yeah, it is. Yep, it's linked uh, it's, I think it's linked up in the main menu on each product page. It's it's linked in there as well mm-hmm. so you can very easily find those. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the same. So all brands don't necessarily post their stuff online, but sometimes you can even message the brand and they'll send them to you. But most brands like, you know, that are doing it with, you know, high integrity and values will post that where it's easily accessible to the customers. Sounds good. So, okay. Another big question, what kind of cost is involved in purchasing these products? Yeah. So are you, are you kind of talking in terms of the consumer or like the whole manufacturing component of it? I'm, I'm talking in terms of the consumer and, uh, and it might vary from, you know, I don't know if you wholesale or if you retail okay, or yeah, do yeah. both, but, um, in general, what kinds of costs are we talking about? Yeah. So, so the cost of CBD like ranges. So you're going to, so with our products and it's kind of similar pricing across the board. So you'll pay for anywhere from like $49 to $178 for like a tincture of CBD. And that's all going to be based on like the strength you purchase. So we have 300 milligrams per bottle all the way up to a 60 milliliter bottle with 1800 milligrams of CBD. And that's one of the most important things to look for, like in terms of like the pricing of the CBD, like, Mm -hmm. you know, how many milligrams 
of CBD are you getting in the bottle and what is the size of that bottle? So that's, those are you know, really important things to factor in when you're purchasing the CBD. Like a lot of people will get sticker shock just because of the pricing. But when you start kind of doing the math and figuring out what your cost per dose is, it's, it's not quite as scary because like a 60 milliliter bottle with 1800 milligrams of CBD, like might last you three months if you're only taking like 10 milligrams a day. So it's mm-hmm. really important to kind of figure out like, you know, you want, if you're just starting out in CBD, you won't know how much you're going to need daily. So I always kind of recommend starting kind of with the middle ground, or if the price isn't a concern, just go with like the highest strength possible. Cause you can take a smaller dose and figure out what exactly you're going to need. And once you find that out, like the best value is always going to be like the largest bottle with the most CBD per bottle. Cause you can, you know, cut your dose down cause it comes in a little measurable dropper. So you can take smaller doses and basically make it last longer and get more, more value out of it. Now, how long does it take to um, have effect? And if you're dealing with something like um, uh, inflammation, um, do you have to continue taking it or can you just use it when you have pain in that particular area? Yes. Great question. Um, So CBD works best like taken on a regular basis because it kind of builds up in your system over time Mm -hmm. to where, Mm -hmm. because I kind of referenced earlier, like the scientific study that talked about the half-life, because over time that CBD is decreasing in your body. But as you take it daily, you're eventually going to kind of level out where you got a consistent amount in your system. And that's when you're going to start seeing the most benefit of CBD. So one of the things I've seen when people say CBD didn't work for them, a lot of the times they gave up too quickly. Like they gave up like two weeks into it and they didn't see results. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it can take up to 30 days Mm-hmm. to really start seeing results. But some people mm-hmm. like like myself, I started seeing results within the first week. Some like the sleep thing, a lot of people notice like immediately. And I, I do think it helps with acute pain, but mm-hmm. it's also the type of thing where you're kind of taking on a regular basis and you might have something acute and might take a little bit of a larger dose or use the topical on top of it, you know, to help with that. So it, it really does work best when it's taking on a regular basis versus like, you know, just taking it for acute stuff only. Good information. And it does seem like a lot of natural products are that way. It takes a while for the body kind of to adjust and to get them in the whole circulatory process to be able to make a difference. Yeah, um, totally. I did want to say, I've got a, another comment here from the Santos Maisonet or something along those lines. Thank you for your comment, Santos. It, he said, or she said, I think that's a man's name. It works for me. That was it. That was it. So it was interesting. We got some, we got some good comments on our Facebook page, not, not a bunch of them, but some, you know, definitely some interest and some, uh, some people validating that CBD works. Mm -hmm. Um, So any other benefits or any other information that you'd like to share with us so far that I haven't asked you questions about? You know, I guess one thing I'll just, I'll just throw another little, you know, anecdotal story out there for you for, you know, since, you know, we got a lot of runners, mostly all runners listening, really. It's like one of our, you know, ambassadors, another benefit that a lot of people see is it's anti-nausea effects. So a lot of runners, especially distance runners will struggle with like nausea during a race. And one of ours, you know, she's an ultra distance runner, you know, running hundred mile races. And they just did. Uh, they did a 24, I'm, I say they, cause it's a couple, a married couple that runs together. They did a 24 hour race and they did, it's, it's a race in Georgia. It's like 155 miles up the coastline basically. 
And she's somebody who normally always struggled with nausea during a race, always struggled mm-hmm. with vomiting. But when taking CBD, since she's been taking CBD, she has not had that problem. So that's like another benefit that a lot of people see from CBD. Totally. Now that makes me think though, is it a competitive issue? Is it, you know, like for example, caffeine is a legal drug that we can take Mm -hmm. and uh, is CBD that way? Or is it something sort of like blood doping where, you know, you can't do it and be competitive at at a high level? Yeah. So that's a good question because so CBD has recently been approved by the World Anti-Doping Agency as an acceptable like supplement. So it mm-hmm. can be used like during training and during competition. It's no longer cool. a banned substance. So I cannot speak though to like, you know, like THC is still a banned substance as far as I yeah. know during competition. So I'm not sure how they handle like full spectrum CBDs. I haven't been able to find mm. information on that yet because mm. there is that trace amount of THC in a full spectrum CBD. Like if you go to their website, it just says, you know, CBD is excluded from the banned substance list, but they don't give any clarification as to yeah. full spectrum versus like a CBD isolate. It also would be, I mean, most of us aren't at that elite level where right. we're going to have blood mm-hmm. testing or any of that, but it, it is worth, you know, worth, I guess, understanding if you're using something that is enhancing your performance and improving your running legally, or if you're using something that is a questionable performance enhancer. So, um, yeah, I love the idea of the nausea part. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. If there's anything you think of that I didn't cover, or you're interested in knowing, like at our website, dishempdaddies.com, I, I've written a lot of educational pieces. That's one of my passions is just educating people about, you know, CBD and the benefits. So like you can, you can find a lot of information on our website because I really try to make an effort to like educate people about, you know, CBD and how it can be used. It's time to lock in your 2019 race schedule and lace up your favorite running shoes. Don't let that dreaded runner's knee pain keep you from reaching the finish line this season. Take action with New Knee. New Knee is an innovative new product designed to provide immediate relief of runner's knee symptoms. New Knee is the direct result of engineer and two-time Ironman Mike Emmerling's own five-year struggle with runner's knee. Unable to get relief from other remedies, Mike came up with his own solution. Unlike other knee sleeves and supports that use compression, New Knee's unique design relieves the pressure that each stride places on your kneecap, and the research reveals if you relieve the pressure, you will relieve the pain. New Knee has delivered immediate relief for runners from coast to coast who have struggled with knee pain. It's even been five-star rated by running injury specialist Dr. Ben Shadow. Even Pro Football Hall of Fame running back Thurman Thomas uses Nooney to stay fit and active. That's how effective it is. Founder Mike Emmerling receives weekly rave emails from runners like Aubrey who said, I had a big race approaching and was experiencing knee pain during my long runs. I ordered Nooney and it worked great. No pain. I will be using Nooney on all of my long runs. Don't let knee pain slow you down. Let Nooney help you get back to running without knee pain. You can stop runner's knee in its tracks by going to nooneeshop.com. That's N-U-N-E-E shop.com. Use code RC20 for a 20% discount. Today, I want to tell you about one of our favorite new sponsors, Sweaty Betty. 
Sweaty Betty is an activewear clothing company focused exclusively on women, which makes their products some of the best on the market when it comes to fit and quality. My favorite product is their signature power leggings, which have won individual accolades and product awards from the likes of Self and Women's Health. Each piece of activewear is uniquely designed to fit a woman's body with seams in just the right places to make everything look and feel sculpted. Moreover, the quality of the material is some of the best I've ever seen in workout gear, meaning your Sweaty Betty workout gear will last for the long run and for years of use. These are my go-to leggings when I need to hop straight from my run to yoga or the gym or even the grocery store. I've noticed that the moisture wicking fabric means I never have to worry about looking sweaty after a run. I love the versatility. Power leggings come in a variety of unique patterns that will help you finally get out of that all black workout gear look. If you're ready to try your own pair, we've got an amazing deal for you. Just head to sweatybetty.com slash podcast and use the code RTTT for 20% off any full-priced product. I know you won't be disappointed by the fit, function, and design of these awesome leggings. Again, that URL is sweatybetty.com slash podcast with the code RTTT for 20% off any full-priced product. We're back with Run to the Top podcast and guest Caleb Simpson from Hemp Daddy's Therapeutics. Most of us know a lot more about CBD than before we started this interview. We're just about finished and coming into the final kick. Um, Caleb, any questions or comments for me before we start the final kick? No, I think we're good. Let's, let's, let's go after the questions. Let's do it. Okay. A favorite local training run there in Austin, Texas. Okay. The, my favorite place to go run is what I always recommend people go check out if they're visiting Austin. It's called the Hill of Life. Um, it's off 360 in Camp Croft Road. And you can actually just type in Hill of Life to your GPS and we'll take you to it. Um, what I really like about it, since I like, you know, entering all these mountain races, it starts about mm-hmm. 850 feet you know, the elevation and it drops down to, you know, about 600. So it's a, got about 250 feet of elevation gain in a half a mile. And so like oh. one of the things that the locals like doing there is just doing, going out there and doing hill repeats and going up and down. Totally. And there's yeah. a lot of side trails off of that main one. And if you go straight down the hill and hang a right and go down the trail, you'll run into this cool little like small waterfall in the creek that's down there. Um, it's a, it's a popular local hangout, but it's a good place to go, especially if you're running during the summer, just to get in the water and get wet and cool off. <laughs> it sounds like a fun run. Oh, um, yeah. So how about a recommended book research or video on CBD? Okay. Um, the recommendation I have, it's called project CBD. So if you just go to projectcbd.org. It's an educational website. And what I really like about this website, it's like it's a third party. They're not selling anything. And so they're able to really go deep into the benefits of CBD versus me being a company. I have a lot of restrictions about you know how much I can say about the product. And so there's a lot of interesting studies about how it you know benefits cancer patients and things like that. So that's a good website to really find out more about the medicinal benefits of CBD. Excellent. And another person that you would recommend to be interviewed on Run to the Top for uh, this subject. 
Cool. So there's a guy named Rick Martinez. He's out of San Antonio, mm-hmm. Texas, and he's a okay. cannabis entrepreneur. Um, he's on Instagram slash his handle is Planet Boy. Um, and I met him about a year ago. I spoke at one of his cannabis conference and conferences, and he's got a really cool um, kind of incubator for cannabis brands. And interesting thing about him is he's in Texas where cannabis is still illegal. So um, it just kind of goes to show how much this industry is changing and how much people are starting to embrace things like CBD and even, you know, medical marijuana. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a uh, California girl. So of course we've been, we've been in support of, uh, of marijuana, especially, but of uh, cannabis and hemp products for, you know, quite a, quite a while now. So yeah, thanks for that reference. That's great. And uh, now please give us any contact information, how our audience can follow the evolution of your business, the CB industry and you as a runner. Okay. So the best way to connect with Hemp Daddies is just hempdaddies.com. And on Instagram, it's, you know, our handle is hemp underscore daddies and it's D-A-D-D-Y-S. And for my personal account, the best way to follow me is on Instagram. Just It's my full name, Caleb Simpson. So that's the best way to connect. Okay. And that's um, C-A-L-E-B-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. And then Hemp Daddies, as you said, is H-E-M-P-D-A-D-D-Y-S. Yep. No apostrophe in the in the uh, the web or the uh, uh, handle. That's correct. Okay. Well, Caleb, thank you so much for sharing with us today. This was really useful information. And I, I think it kind of opens the doors for a lot of people who either maybe didn't know about CBD or were a bit apprehensive about it to, you know, consider giving it a try. I'm really happy that you gave us this extra information to uh, be able to take that and do what we want with it. Yeah, you bet. Thanks so much. Yeah, I always enjoy educating people about CBD. And if anyone has any more questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to help. And Hemp Daddy's Therapeutics is the business name. So you've been listening to Caleb Simpson, who believed strongly enough in the benefits of CBD that he started a business called Hemp Daddy's Therapeutics. And thank you, our audience, for joining us for today's podcast at Run to the Top. Follow us at the Runners Connect Winner Circle on Facebook by going to runnersconnect.net slash FB. Please subscribe to Run to the Top podcast at runnersconnect.net or on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. And you can be notified every week when the new episode is published. Thank you, each of you, for listening. We'll be back next week with author and ultra runner Camille Peacott as we celebrate zombie awareness month and the benefits of ultra running to stay alive after the zombie apocalypse that should be a fun (laughs) that is a fun one this is stephanie k atwood your host with run to the top wishing you a great week of fitness thanks for listening to the run to the top podcast from runnersconnect.net 